here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome to episode 31 of Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold, and as always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, how are you doing this Tuesday? Doing great, bro. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. We had a winning week last week. Got uh, snuck in that Saints winner after that one looked like the refs had taken it away from us. Uh, Colts got in the way of a perfect week, but uh, we're ready to hit the horse again this week in week 11. Uh, How were your bets this uh, last weekend? Pretty good. Uh, I think I finished out three and two. Uh, definitely got the Pats. They they crushed. Uh, got my birds who showed out. Um, that was some nice plus money. And then, um, yeah, the Saints. Saints held held it down for us. And then I uh, blew it with the Saint with the uh, Seahawks. Man, I was not expecting. I think the next thing I'm going to be doing because I think I I wrote on Tyrod Taylor when he was coming back off an of injury. Got to avoid these quarterbacks coming off of injuries. But, I mean, going into Lambeau is never an easy task for anybody, whether you're fully healthy or not. So, yeah, that might have been that might have been a little bit overly ambitious for Russ to cook. But we'll rebound. We'll rebound. Uh, still come out on top, though. If it makes you feel any better, I was also on Seattle plus three and a half, and I was also with them on a bunch of teasers, and those were big losers for me last week. Oh, well, blew my, shit happens. Blew my teasers. Yeah, everything else was kind of uh, fell into line, though. Um yeah, but that that was the that was the rough one. The refs tried to fuck us in Tennessee. Boy, did they ever with that rough in the passer <laughs> call. But God, Dude, Trevor, Trevor Simeon so snuck it in the back. Uh, <laughs> no comment on that. But glad yeah. it worked out well for us. Uh, that yeah. was great. All right, let's move into Week Eleven. Before we do that, we have a couple of uh, Champions Round business to talk about. First off, we're giving away a, an Ezekiel Elliott jersey on this show right now. All you have to do is go to the link in our bio and type in Feed Zeke, and you are eligible to win. We will give that away at the end of the week. Uh, the other thing, we have a seven stakes contest going right now for the Buffalo Indie game. We will talk about that game in a little bit. But we are giving away prizes to the first three finishers in that seven stakes contest. You will have your choice of a Josh Allen, Tredavious White, and a Hall of Famer from the Colts, Lenny Moore jersey. Uh, so go Ooh. ahead, take those three. Uh, you have 50 entries, so go ahead and go sign up right now. All right, let's go into week 11. Starts off with your Pats after a big, big crushing win over the Browns last week. They are currently minus seven at DraftKings against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta coming off of a devastating loss to the Dallas Cowboys. They got absolutely demolished. That game was over after the first quarter. Uh, Perfect buyback spot for Atlanta, or do we think that the Mac Jones train keeps on rolling? I'm going to roll with the Mac Jones train. I feel like Belichick always gets his team to prepared and, and ready to go, even on a short week. We saw how dominant their run game was. Uh, I think it looks like Damian Harris is tracking to return this week, but short week, probably don't have to risk it. The New England Patriots are 6-4 and four right now. They're moving. They're rolling. I don't want to get a, I don't want to get in the way of this train. And there's one thing that we know that Bill Belichick can do is that he can scheme against uh, opposing quarterbacks. We he saw it last week. Um, I, there's a very good chance that uh, they could do this again to Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan looked awful against the uh, the Dallas Cowboys. That game just got out of hand. So uh, wouldn't be surprised, man. I feel like you know Atlanta was riding high for a moment, but I, this I, you can't stop this uh, New England defense right now. And and they're running the ball, and Mac Jones decides to 
place it where he wants to. They're they're tough, man. So uh, I'm gonna roll with the Patriots here. Uh, I will not be. This is the perfect spot <laughs> for New England. They're coming off a high. This line last week was three or three and a half. So it changed four points based on two results. I'm not really buying it here. Give me the seven. Anything under seven? Yeah, maybe I'm a little dicey here. Uh, but give me the plus seven on the Falcons. I actually saw a seven and a half up here a little earlier. Uh, I might have to fire on that one. Right now, 79% of the money, 86% of, oh, sorry. 86% of the money, 79% of the bets on the Pats. Not shocker there. We saw the same thing happen last week with Miami, seven and a half at home against a much better Baltimore team. Uh, I don't care. It's a short week. You're giving me a touchdown at home. The Falcons aren't totally incapable of being good for one game. Yeah, Belichick's a better coach, but I don't know. Seven points is just way too much for me. I don't I don't hate putting New England in a teaser here, getting him down to one. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that I'm going to be rolling with the Falcons. I don't know if this will be one of my top five, but, uh, I will certainly be betting the Falcons come, uh, come Thursday. Yeah. I prefer if it was seven and a half, but, uh, yeah, you know, the Patriots set four and against the spread in their last four in Atlanta and six and zero in their last six overall. So I they're know, rolling. They're, they're, they're rolling. They're rolling. Um, yeah. So yeah, I feel like I got to trust in Belichick and for what I saw out of Atlanta, man, they just, they shit the bed, and I don't have much faith in the weapons that they have now. Um, we saw Cordero Patterson leave the game with an ankle injury. Yep, then, and then you get to see Wayne Gallman in there. Gross. Uh, Mike Davis seems that's to be That's what I like, though. Come on. That's <laughs> our specialty. It's the We're specialty, but I, I just can't get to that level of gross, man. I, Kyle, Kyle Pitts is probably going to get schemed out. Then what do you have left? You got Matt Ryan throwing a Russell Gage. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, that's not great. All right, let's move on to our first game of Sunday. We got the Birds, man. Birds minus one and a half against the Saints, our Saints. So it's your Saints against your Birds. Which way are you going to go here? Currently, the line is, yeah, Eagles minus one and a half over under 43. Ticket count right now that I see 70% of the bets and 81% of the money is on the New Orleans Saints. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Sharps have really loved the Eagles this season, probably mostly because they were dogs and just the way that their offense is tracking, they run the ball fairly well ever since Miles Sanders has le- has been out of the uh, the picture. Um, I'm going to roll with the birds here, man. I just don't have a lot of faith in the Saints passing offense. We've seen that the Eagles have been able to stifle opposing quarterbacks. They're allowing less than 220 yards per game in the air. Right now, if Alvin Kamara isn't ready to go, that that's really concerning for the Saints. So, uh, we don't know what his prognosis is yet. I think he'll probably be on the way back, but until he's cleared, I got to bet the birds here. It, it's pretty much a pick them at minus one, minus one. I've seen as high as plus one and a half for the Saints. So uh, I'm going to take the birds here, and uh, I think they still keep flying high. Is this rivalry week? Because <laughs> we're against each other on every pick so far. We are 2-2. <laughs> uh, I'm all over the Saints in this game. Perfect spot for me. Sean Payton is an underdog. I'm always going to bet it. Birds at home. They've only covered one game at home this entire season uh, and none as a favorite. So this is a perfect spot for me to fade Philadelphia coming off of a huge win against the Denver Broncos. Saints, yeah, they covered, but they still lost the game. They desperately need a win here. I think it's a great spot for them. I think Kamara's going to be back. Actually, I'm pretty sure he's going to be back this week. Uh, Just don't trust the birds. And also, I think this is a massive coaching, coaching mismatch between Sirianni and Sean Payton. So give me the Saints as an underdog. I got to do it. Yeah. 
I don't love keep betting on Trevor Simeon, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I've I've been riding a little. No, that's hot that's with that's you, that's, uh, that's 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 the definition of gross, man. You're 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 on brand. Yes, yes, love being <laughs> on brand. All right, next game we have the Miami Dolphins. Talk about this game being gross. Uh, Miami Dolphins minus three at the New York Jets over under 44 and a half ticket count 76% of the bets and 92% of the money on the Miami Dolphins minus three. Uh, what are we doing here? Ugh. um, yep, that's exactly. All right. We're good. <laughs> yeah, that's all I we need like here. At this point, man, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to trust. I, I just don't know that, you know, Miami's riding definitely off of a high beating the the Ravens. I think the Raven the Ravens was caught sleeping probably at the club too late, middle of the week or something like that. So I think it's a good spot for the uh, the Jets. Three and a half. Give me the hook. I buy in. Give me give me the Jets. If I see a three and a half, I think that I would be in two. I would assume that this is going to end up being Zach Wilson. Uh something to look forward to or to make sure that you know before you're placing a bet on this game. For sure. I, I do like what Tua showed me at the end of the game against Baltimore, even with the broken finger. Uh, the bet that I really love in this game, I already bet it over 44 and a half. Uh, I think there's a huge ticket discrepancy on this. 32% of the bets and 89% of the money is on the over in this game, over 44 and a half. I will be taking that. Everyone wants to bet the under because those two offenses stink. I will go Very the true. other way. That is going to be my best bet of this matchup. All right, let's go over to the Cam special game, man. Washington plus three and a half at Carolina. looks like Cam's going to get a start here over under currently at 43 ticket count. Let me get that to us. It is uh, 64% of the bets and 53% of the money is on the Panthers right now. Follow the sharps. I go with the Panthers. There's something about inspired football that Cam just brings out of uh, being back in Carolina, man. And he was the most popular meme last week. He's back. The man is He's back. The, the, the man the man is getting goal line carries already vulturing CMC. But let's be honest, man, the offense moves better with Cam in the uh building. So um I think that this is a really good team in terms of playing defense. Like they are really good against the run. Um past defense has, has gone through some injuries, but I think that having someone actually have a uh, a foothold on this uh quarterback room, uh, Cam's just gonna get him there. So I like Cam here, man. I'm going I'm to ride with the Panthers. I think this is where we could see their season kind of turn around, get closer to where they were in the beginning of the season with actually some competent QB play. And But the thing that I'm worried about is, like, can Cam get the ball to his receivers? We know he can run the ball at the goal line. We know he can move the chains in terms of, like, his athleticism. But he's going to have to get DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson involved to make it happen. But I think he can do it. I think he can do it. Yeah, he has to throw the ball. That's a fucking issue. Like he, he, he yeah. clearly he's gonna he have clearly, to throw the ball. He can clearly still run the crap out of the ball. That's never an issue. Yeah. And he's a he's a red zone machine. He always has been. Even in New England, he was very successful right. in red zone. This is what he does. He so yeah. that is a benefit over Darnold and PJ Walker for sure. The problem is in between the twenties is going to have to get you there with the arm. Can yeah. he do that? Maybe with CMC, it's a little bit easier because the dump off situation. You know, a little three yard pass turns into a thirty burger real quick. Right. Uh, that could be. Helpful compared to what he had in New England at the end of his time in Carolina last time. Um, I am leaning towards Carolina. I do not like this hook being out there at three. I'll definitely be in three and a half, probably stay away. Over under 43. I actually like the under here. Uh, I'm going to fade both offenses after they both got after it last week. Both co- 
pulling off big uh, victories, big upset victories against the uh, the Buccaneers and the Cardinals. So, uh, yeah, give me the under here. I don't, I don't want any part of Washington after the Chase Young thing and coming off of that sort of win. I, I just don't yeah, want to buy in on it. Yeah, that's going to be really tough. Um, that's going to be a big loss for their pass rush for sure. So, yeah, 43. Right. Yeah, I lean the under there. Just, you know, with, with Cam, you don't know what you're going to get from a passing perspective. Could be a lot of game clock uh, holding the ball, three and outs. Pretty ugly game uh, predicted. So, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that under at 43, 43 and a half. All right, let's move over to the game that we are doing our seven stakes for. That is Indy at Buffalo, a rematch of the divisional round last year. Actually, the wild card last year. Indy currently plus seven over under 50 and a half. Ticket count on this, surprisingly to me, 55% of the bets and 73% of the money are on the bills here. Uh, I can tell you from my perspective, I am all over the Colts. I already bet this at plus seven and a half. I bet the first half under 24 and a half. I bet the full game under 50 and a half. There's some weather coming in this weekend into Buffalo. I think it's going to be a gross ground game. And uh, who's got a better ground game than the Indianapolis Colts right now? I know that second half against Jacksonville was gross, but JT's still rolling. And the Bills really don't have a running game. If they're not able to throw the ball against this Indy defense, they could be in for a world of hurt. I might end up betting Indy Moneyline plus 245 in this one. Don't think I can go that far with the money line, but uh josh allen is plus 200 right now for mvp so the books obviously think that this guy's got something brewing and cooking here after you know disappointing against the jaguars with only putting up six points so i don't the bills have been that team that's either they're gonna blow you out or they're just gonna disappoint but in the afc matchup where this game's gonna matter uh definitely more important for the colts than than the bills but the bills still got to get this one right I'm going to go the other side on this. I'm going to go back. You know, I haven't gone back to the well on the Bills since they disappointed and didn't blow out the Texans. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills here. I think this is where we're going to see Josh Allen finally come together. They already got the run game kind of established last week. Um, I've seen as low as minus seven. Um, So I'm going to take that minus seven now. Um, I do still see it available for plus seven and a half. I do like that hook. If it continues to grow, you know, I could definitely see myself taking the, the Colts as well at seven and a half just because you get that hook there but um right now at minus seven i'm gonna go with the bills this is rivalry week we're going head to head i love it i love it it's gonna be great (laughs) all right next game on the board detroit lions plus 10 at the cleveland browns over under 44 and a half ticket count lions 66 percent of the bets 59 percent of the money uh lions coming off of a tie good times browns coming off didn't lose an epic defeat um (laughs) What do we got in this game? Yeah, I got to get – man, I don't – I'm going so many favorites here. But, yeah, part of me is just like I got to feel like the Detroit Lions just aren't that good. They're riding high, 10 points. You know what? We're going gross. I'm going to Detroit Lions plus 10, man, because I don't know what I'm going to get out of Baker Mayfield at this point. Uh, I think Bill Belt or um, – uh, who are the – Cleveland, uh, yeah, they did play the, the New England Patriots. Yeah. Blacked out there for a second. Bill Belichick <laughs> exposed freaking Baker Mayfield. He left the game for a portion of time. He didn't return because the game was a blowout. His confidence might be shook. And, you know, assuming that Nick Chubb is good, they, they should be all right. They should be able to run the ball on this team. But we saw Najee Harris go to work, and it didn't really amount to much. So 10 points? I don't know, man. Detroit's a sneaky backdoor team that might be able to get something done in garbage time. So. Give me the Lions. 
as gross as that yeah, sounds. Yeah, it's super gross. And I, I, you know, I'm the proponent of being gross around here. Uh, that's <laughs> you my, won't yeah, go that that's, gross. That's my name. <laughs> I, I'm torn in this one. For right now, it's a stay away. I can make the argument easily for Detroit plus 10. The back door, obviously, always open. But I I hate the way that Jared Goff is throwing the ball right now. He's not even like throwing the doing. ball. That's crazy. Like, I don't DeAndre like what they're Swift doing. had more rushing yards than he had passing yards. That's just so bad. So bad. Hawkinson's getting no targets. They're not doing anything with any of the wide receivers. This is not a great spot for them with the Browns angry, needing a win, getting all of their running backs back. The way that the Lions defend the run here, I could see this being like two weeks ago when the Browns just come in and absolutely slaughter someone. I'm going to stay away because that 10 number for the Browns, the Browns shouldn't be favored by 10 versus anyone right now. But my right. my lean, my 55-45 is towards the Browns. Like, this is also like that, the the weird fade spot. Like, the Lions tie, great. Like, fade them. Browns off 45-7. Like, who the hell wants to bet the Browns? They just lost by 38 points. Uh, this guy. So maybe, you know, I'm convincing myself that this is actually the gross side as we go. That's not smart. All right. Uh, <laughs> next game on the board, San Francisco 49ers after a huge win over the Rams last night. Minus six and a half at the Jacksonville Jaguars over under 45 in this one. Ticket count. We have 63% of the best and 40%, 44% of the money on the 49ers right now. Uh, looks like the Sharps are hitting the Jaguars early. Yeah, I, I kind of, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really a believer in, in Jimmy Garoppolo. He has played really well the last three weeks, over a 100 QB rating since the first time in a really long time. And uh, But we don't know the health of Elijah Mitchell, whether he'll be at 100%. He clearly won't. He broke his finger, but we don't know like whether he's going to be playing or not. Um, six and a half points. Part of me is just like, you know what? I feel like things have been going really weird in the NFL lately. Plus six and a half. Give me the Jaguars here off the 49ers having to go cross country on a Monday night game. Riding super high. I don't know. This could be a weird spot where they I could see them inching it out by like a by like a field goal here. So yeah, give me the Jaguars. The grossness is back. I love it. <laughs> I'm on the Jaguars also, plus six and a half. I, I think that if it gets a seven, absolutely have to bet it. Six and a half. I'm a little torn, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Uh, don't hate San Francisco as a teaser piece, bring this down to half a point, one point, something like that, just to eke out the win. Uh, that ticket count is totally on brand with what I thought. San Francisco coming off of this giant win Monday night, have to travel literally almost the furthest you can travel in the entire country right. to get to right. this game. And it's a morning game. That is a big time issue. I know that San Francisco has had a lot of success with Kyle Shanahan traveling east. But it's mostly been early in the season when they've had these back-to-backs where they stay out there, they stay in West Virginia, not during the middle of the season. Right. So something to look for, I think the Jacksonville plus six and a half. Good bet, Jacksonville plus seven. Really good bet, Jacksonville plus seven and a half. Elite bet. That's where, kind of where I'm uh, standing on this game. I am a little interested in the over 45 based on the way that Jacksonville has played the last two weeks. I think that everyone's going to try and come in on the under here. I think that the Jaguars defense is really something special and maybe it is getting to be a better unit, but I will fade that in this uh, situation. I'll take the over 45. Yeah. I don't hate that. Don't hate that at all. All right. Let's get even grosser. Houston plus 10 at the Tennessee Titans. Titans eight and two keep rolling, even though they didn't cover last week over under 44 and a half ticket count right now. 
Titans, 69% of the bets, 88% of the money. No shocker there. How gross are we getting with Tyrod this week? The grossest, of course. (laughs) Definitely definitely going Houston here. I've seen it as high as 10.5. I will grab that at 10.5 just to give yourself a little bit of more edge there. But, yeah, I think, you know, it's a divisional matchup here. And the Titans – they're the best, one of the best teams in football right now. They're eight and two. Ridiculous. What who saw that happening after Derrick Henry goes down? This is a perfect spot to fade him. Um, so I'm going to the Texans. I think that they'll they had the week off. Uh, I think we'll see Brandon Cooks back in, getting that more rapport with with Tyrod Taylor coming off that injury. I think we're gonna see a better version of the, of him, and I think they can keep it within 10 points. Still don't have a lot of faith in this Titans offense, man. They're pulling out all the tricks, trying to make this work. They're getting Really favorable calls by referees. Um, let's be honest, they probably shouldn't have won last game. Uh, they eked it out on some bullshit. So you gotta the luck's gonna run out at some point. Houston Texans, week eleven. Here we go. Don't we love this situation for the Houston Texans? The Tennessee Perfect. Titans. No Derek, no Derrick Henry, obviously been out. They've been sneaking out all these victories, four straight or five straight incredible wins. Last week they won with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown combining for one catch, and Derrick Henry had zero yards in that game, and they still somehow won. Isn't this the time the Tennessee Titans just take a breath, relax? <laughs> it's the Houston Texans. What do we have to worry about? We're going to move on to nice and, nine and two, nice and easy. And here comes right. the fighting Tyrods in there to get – I, you <laughs> know what? Fighting Tyrods. Screw, screw it. Screw it. Houston plus 340. Money line. Oh, yeah, go. it's gonna it's gonna be in there. We have to do it. Come on, we have we Thank have you. to do it. We have to do it. <laughs> All right. Uh Green Bay like that. minus two and a half at Minnesota over under 49. The ticket count on that one is 83% of the money and 50% of the bets are on Green Bay. All the sharps are on Minnesota. That is not surprising at all. That is the way that you're supposed to bet this game. But do you have the stones to do it, Daniel? What's the verdict? I think we finally saw an improved Minnesota Vikings squad. They they figured it out. They got it done against the Chargers. I I didn't like the way that that Aaron Rodgers looked against uh, the Seahawks. You know they 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 won out. You know they I think that their defense really came to play. Um, but I think that there could be an opportunity. This is a divisional matchup here and. You know what? Oh, I can't do it. Give me the Packers minus two and a half. <laughs> I, we were so close to it. We were so close to oh, Give me man. the Packers. I got to continue my fate. Hey, man, if I'm if I'm already betting on this guy to lose his job at some point in the, in the season, I can't just back away from that now. Give me the Packers. Aaron Jones is going to be missing the game. He's got a sprained yeah. knee and sprained MCL. But I think we saw A.J. Dillon can just go right in there, pound the rock. This is going to be a very combative down in the trenches game. Uh, well, we'll see both teams really relying on their run. Um, yeah, give me the Packers. Yeah, this is a complete stay away. This is like the Jason recipe for a stay away game. I know that I'm supposed to bet the Vikings. I really want to bet the Packers. Stay out of the way. Just don't yeah. do it. Just I, I I can't do it. I the argument for betting the Green Bay Packers is is obvious. They have Aaron Rodgers. Their defense is great. They're a really good team. Uh, the Vikings are uh, Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, I don't want to bet Kirk Cousins versus that Green Ever. Bay defense. There's a ch- <laughs> there's a chance that he throws 19 interceptions next week. I don't want any part of it. I'm staying the hell out of the way. You can't bet me to bet on that game. 
uh, unless it's a, you could get me to do the teaser piece with the Vikings to eight and a half. That's about it. Otherwise, I'm staying away. Yeah, I feel like this week is actually, with some of these spreads, I think that this week is definitely trending into uh, a lot of teaser action uh, oh, similar yeah. to last week. So, yeah, don't be surprised if I m- most of these bets get flipped a little bit and I get a little bit more edge by the, this time Friday. Because um, I feel, think I feel, I, I think I'm feeling a lot of teaser action this week for sure. Uh, I am too. Speaking of another potential teaser piece, uh, Ravens minus six at Chicago over under forty five. Ticket count: fifty eight percent of the bets and fifty seven percent of the money are on the Ravens to have a bounce back victory over the Bears, who are coming off of a bye. What say you? You got to expect. I mean, this is interesting because the Bears are going to be at home. The Ravens got embarrassed on Thursday night football. The the Bears defense hasn't been what it was in the beginning of the season. Who knows what happened to Khalil Mack? Dude is just ghost right now. Uh, but the question is, is can Justin Fields actually move the ball? And I think Montgomery will probably be shut down pretty well. Uh, we saw that even though Miami was able to come out with a victory, the running game for Miami was non-existent against that Baltimore defensive front. Um, they really got beat in the past. So this is going to be all on Justin Fields' shoulders. Yep. I don't know that he's ready. Give me the give me the Baltimore Ravens minus six. Yeah, I, I'm really torn on this one too. I The Ravens is the teaser piece just to win outright. I can't see them losing yeah, too straight. Especially exactly. This is like the perfect spot for the teaser piece here. So I will do, even though you're not doing the, the Wong team, whatever, you're not bringing through 7-3, getting this down where you just need the Ravens to win. I'm cool with it. Give me that part. Over under 45, don't really want to touch. My concern with the Ravens covering the six is their yards per play right now. They're tied for second worst in the league. They're giving up 6.2 yards per play. Uh, that's not going to be good. It, I understand that Justin Fields isn't really elite yet, but he did have a really nice performance against the Steelers. I he's think he's, starting to, he's, he's starting to mature. He's getting better. And that sort of yards per play, especially when most of us coming through the passing game, I can see Fields having a lot of success here. Uh, that's not conducive to winning as a six-point favorite on the road. So I definitely have my issues. If Chicago's defense as is, is as injured as I think that they may be, then this turns into one of those games where the Ravens just beat up on a bad team. I can see that happening too. So for me, stay away. Take it as a teaser piece. Move on. Take that victory. Not mad at that. What do you think about All the right. game total? Uh, 45... Probably a stay away from me. I, I could see an under, though. I could see this being like like 24-17, something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right, actually. All right. Uh, we have the Bengals traveling to the Las Vegas Raiders, currently minus one and a half over under 49 and a half. Take account in that one. I know that the Sharps are all over the Raiders in this game. 27% of the bets and 54% of the money are on the Las Vegas Raiders at plus one and a half. I will be there also. Uh, I got to do it. You got to fade. I got to fade. I got to fade the fade of uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they have had two really, really bad games in a row. Obviously, with the, the rugs and Gruden situation, they've been through a lot this season. Bengals are coming off of a bye. So not surprised that the public wants to jump all over the Bengals here. But give me the, give me the Raiders as a home dog here. I got to do it. Yeah, this is a really interesting game because both teams are like squarely in the midst of a divisional race. And I, I like the Bengals on this side of, of, of this. Coming out of the bye week, we saw the Raiders pretty much just implode on Sunday night football. A lot of bad turnovers. 
And really, they just it's almost as if they weren't watching everybody else scheme against the Kansas City Chiefs. And when you get a week to prepare, I don't know that I can trust the Raiders defense to uh, competently prepare for a team that uh, pretty much just has been throwing the ball over the field. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Joe Burrow have a really good game. Joe Mixon gets another week of rest. You know, he's been in and out of the lineup, spelling carries to Samaje Pirine. But I think this is a good bet for the uh, the the, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Probably tease them, pre- tease them up a little bit. Um, this is pretty much a pick them right now. But uh, yeah, I, I got to lean to the C- Cincinnati Bengals. I think they're the more proven team right now, and they've beaten better competition throughout the season. So I think that they're going to get ready for this one. Uh, the travel shouldn't be that much of a, a hindrance uh, to their success. So I'm, I'm going to be on the Bengals side and the sharp side here. That is a completely uh, fair analysis. I will be going Raiders plus one and a half. I'll take the money line, and I really do like <laughs> – I do really like the teaser piece here at home, yeah. bringing it up from one and a half to seven and a half with the Raiders. Uh, I, and I kind of like the over here, over 49 and a half. I think that you convinced me a little bit that you think that Burrow's going to have a big game. I could see that happening on both sides of the ball. So, yeah, give me that over 49 and a half. Why not? All right, Don't hate we it. Got, I like it. We got four more games left on the board. Arizona Cardinals minus two and a half at the Seattle Seahawks, over under 49 ticket count. The Sharps are all over the Seahawks in this one. 40% of the bets, 71% of the money. Uh, do we think Kyler's going to play in this game? This is a divisional matchup. I mean, I with the way – that was a bad loss, right? And I think we know – I mean, Colt McCoy was obviously the quarterback. No D-hop, no Chase Edmonds. Uh, it, this wasn't, this wasn't going to be the best game, but I think that they're giving Kyler another – week's rest is really going to be important i think kyler plays in this game is the market are the markets factoring that in i think that they are because yeah the way that seattle just looked uh barely scoring any points uh russ obviously looking like he needed another week to prepare um part of me is like you know the, the cardinals shouldn't be favored here unless kyler's playing i think d hop might return too so part of me is like i gotta ride with the cardinals but This is a gross season, so I'm going to go Seattle plus two and a half. Probably more than likely tease them up a little bit um, just to give a little bit more margin. Unfortunately, that my teaser with them did not work last week because they shit the bed. But I think Russ at home is different with another week to prepare is different. And Russ, there's still an outside chance that Seattle can still have a shot at making the playoffs here. So this is probably going to be their most important game of the season. I think that they're going to get ready for it. Don't be surprised if we see a big game out of DK Metcalf after getting tossed for some bullshit. Um, I'm going Seahawks here. The fade of the cliff begins. Let's do it. <laughs> I am all over the Seahawks. This is the Seahawks Super Bowl. You are right yeah. on the money here. They need to win this game more than anything else this season. They can shut down Russ after this game if they lose. So give me right. plus two and a half. Give me plus eight and a half. I like the under in this game. I think it'll be a little bit low scoring. I don't think Arizona's offense, even if Kyler and D-Hop come back, they're going to be in slow motion. They, like, they've like they been off for a long time here. It's going to take them a little time to recharge and get ready for it. Seattle always plays well against Cliff Kingsbury. Always. They're always in these games. I think they come out. Put this on the round-robin money line, too. Uh, I'm with you. we gotta we got to go with the Seahawks. We have to do it. Have to have do to. it. Have to do All it. All right. Dallas plus two and a half at Kansas City over under 56 and a half. Holy Woo! crap. I might have to bet the under Woo! in that one. Uh, current ticket count, Chiefs 57% of the, the tickets, 62% of the money. 
Not surprised here that the public likes the Chiefs a little bit after they got right with 41 points against the Las Vegas Raiders. But the Cowboys, Cowboys are on a mission. I think, for my money, Dak is the MVP of the league right now. He's been the most consistent quarterback. Their team is really, really cooking. And the way that you beat this Chiefs defense and to keep Mahomes off the field is you run the crap out of the ball. And what are the Dallas Cowboys doing? Feed Zeke. Feed Pollard. They are absolutely crushing on the ground right now. So for me, at least, Cowboys is a teaser piece. Eight and a half. Absolutely. Sign me up for that deal. Uh, I will probably be plus two and a half. I'm not fully sold that the Chiefs figured out everything last week. I think it was more of a matter of they got they got the Raiders at the right time in the right defensive scheme. And good for them. It's great. They got Kelsey back involved. Like I, I could totally see them winning this game and getting fully back on track. But right. I, I'll take the chance on the Cowboys here. Yeah, both teams look super dynamic in uh, week 10 here. And uh, I think that they're factoring in Mahomes is back. Mahomes is back. But I don't know that he's back enough to beat these Dallas Cowboys. We finally saw the Dallas Cowboys come back to earth in week nine against the Denver Broncos. But when Dak was ready and back and looking comfortable, man was slinging it all over the field. He's found CeeDee Lamb. He's got Michael Gallup back. And more importantly, they're establishing the run game with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. This defense, the Chiefs defense is still something I don't believe in. And to stop this juggernaut offense, it's going to be tough. And I really like the play of teasing this up to eight and a half. But I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys here, plus two and a half. They're on the road, but we've seen that they've had success before, man. They've they've been in this position before. Their defense is better than the Chiefs. And if this ends up being the shootout that, you know, the over-under is, is the game total is projecting at 56, that's a lot. I'm taking the under on that just because, damn, that's fucking high. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Dallas Cowboys here, man, plus two and a half. I'm with you. All right, let's ride. Sunday night football, Pittsburgh at Chargers. Chargers currently minus five. A lot of uh, COVID issues going on between these two teams right now. Ben may miss. Joey Bosa is going to be out for this game. Minka might miss it. Uh, Jerry Tillery might miss this. Over-under in this game is 47. I do not have an accurate ticket count on this game. It is not in the Action Network right now. But uh, 70% of the tickets are on the Chargers. We just don't have an accurate uh, money total. So what are your thoughts on this one? And why do you think the line has moved up? Even though Chargers have a couple people out, this line moved from three and a half to five. Yeah, very bizarre. Um, it's probably, like to me, It's it's got to be the secondary of, of the Steelers, right? Like if they're missing their, their defense is their backbone right now outside of Najee Harris, who should have a really good game. Uh, the Chargers are still, I mean, they did a good job last week of stopping the run. Um, but over over the course of this season, that, that's been their biggest vulnerability is the run game. And so no matter who's playing quarterback, whether Ben's back there or Mason Rudolph, I think they're just going to establish the run to try to, to get this victory. Uh, the fact that the Steelers are six-point dogs kind of has me on the Steelers. Uh, we haven't seen Brandon Staley make the adjustments that he needs to make week over week. And Justin Herbert hasn't been great. So mm-hmm. um, at this point, if, if the Steelers, if most of their defense is out, but at the same time, you have Joey Bosa is also going to, or Nick Bosa is also going to be um, out as well. So, or has COVID. So this is going to be an ugly game. Um, I'm going to take the under on it. And yeah, this is probably a stay away from me just because I, there's just so many unknowns with who's going to be active and who isn't. But gun to my head, I'm taking the Steelers here. Uh, just because, you know, they had a unfortunate circumstance. They didn't lose, 
So, you know, there's their place in the AFC North is still intact, but they need a win bad as much as well do as much as the, the, the Chargers do. But I think that they could keep it within six points, um, all things considered. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Chargers here. Uh, I get the under 47 in this game. I like that number a lot. So maybe that puts me more towards the Steelers. I, I'm i really mad that Joe Lombardi is ruining my favorite quarterback in the NFL. My, my I, What child. is happening to Herbert, man? We, I mean, we were... We were the we were the ones chanting Herbert for MVP come week yeah. four, and man, it's just been a nosedive ever since. Man, complete one eighty, just hasn't. He just hasn't. The, I mean, it's really been Mike Williams, right? Like, I feel like the success of Herbert has really been is really tied to Mike Williams because ever since Mike Williams has been shit, so is Justin Herbert, and we saw him drop a touchdown last week. He, I don't know if he's hurt or whatever, but like Keenan Allen's still doing his thing, but. Yeah, man, it's just tough out there for, for Mike Williams. So if he can get going, I think we'll see Herbert kind of get back to where he was in the beginning of the season. But until that happens, I don't know. I have too much confidence in him. It's really all about, at least from my perspective, it's all about the fact that the Chargers are utilizing the Saints offense where Justin Herbert is not Drew Brees. Like you don't need to have an A dot of 5.5. Right. You can sling the ball down the field. What makes Herbert great? is that deep ball ability, if you're not taking the roof off and then creating the middle of the field for him to take advantage of, what are you fucking doing with your quarterback, dude? Big like, facts. You, uh. you, have, you have four quarterbacks maybe in the NFL that have that sort of arm. And some of the other ones, like you look at what Brian Dayball does for Josh Allen. Throw the ball deep. It's exactly what you should be doing for Justin Herbert. It's ridiculous. And until Brand Saley and Joe Lombardi figure that part out, uh, I have a hard time backing – this Chargers coaching staff. Like it, it doesn't make sense to me. So you would think that well a, an analytically driven team like the Chargers will figure this out eventually. I I hate the Steelers. This is a terrible team. If TJ Watt, you know, <laughs> TJ Watt got hurt that's in that big, game too. Yeah, that's a big injury if he's not so if he's not out. I don't there, know what's gonna happen with that. I don't know what's gonna happen with that uh that defense. They could be absolutely destroyed in this game. So I'll I'll take a chance and say that the Chargers are gonna win this one, get back into the AFC West race or sit on top of it. Uh, but not a whole lot of faith here. I like the under 47 more than anything else. All right, Monday night football, last game of the week. Giants plus 10 and a half at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over under 49 and a half right now. Ticket count. The Sharps love the Buccaneers to bounce back after two straight losses. Tom Brady was big time mad after that loss to the Washington football team. He didn't want to talk team. to the press. Super He's, mad. You have one minute, make it quick. That's my quarterback. I love it. I think that the Tampa Bay – look, what you're supposed to do in this game absolutely is bet Daniel Jones on the road plus 10.5. We've said that forever. Daniel Jones is the guy That's to what bet he does. He's the, he's the cover man. That's what he does. Guess what? I have four letters for you. G-O-A-T. I'm betting on Tom Brady. Give me the Buccaneers. Goat season. Oh, yeah. uh, there we go. That was not even planned. <laughs> Yeah, man, you, you can't bank it. You just can't fade Tom Brady after that. You know, they came out of the bye, shit the bed. And at this point, who's we don't even know who's playing for the Giants again, man. They're coming off a bye week, but who who cares? They have no offensive yeah. line. They have no little next to no weapons in the secondary um, or excuse me, on the uh, on the on the offensive side of the ball. Um, this team's in shambles. Don't have any faith in them. This is going to be a pissed off Tampa Bay team. Wouldn't be surprised if Leonard Fournette went off. Tom Brady throws for 304 TDs. 
this is going to be a bloodbath. And uh, sorry for the New York Giants, but this this isn't going to be a fun game to play. So yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll take that eleven and a half points. It doesn't matter what the point spread is. I'm Screw taking the Bucks. It. Screw <laughs> it. I love it. That's a great way to close out the week. All right. That does it for this show, episode 31 of Gambling with Gold. We will be back on Friday, actually Thursday night, potentially, with our best bets. Uh, before then, a couple of Champions Round things on the way out. Just a reminder, seven stakes, Indy, Buffalo, Josh Allen, Tredavious White, Lenny Moore jerseys up for grab. Go to the Champions Round app and play that game right now. And then go to our bio and enter Feed Zeke for a chance to win a Zeke Elliott jersey. Uh, until Friday, Dan... Good luck on all your bets on Thursday night, and uh, we'll talk to you later.